the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Well, thank you very much for joining us on Take 10. I'm Ron Aaron, along with our co-host, Carol Zerniel, and nationally known psychotherapist, Dr. Jamie Heisman. He joins us on the Take 10 hotline from deep in the state of Florida, also an expert on caregiving as well. We talk about, with Dr. Heisman and with Carol Zerniel, a variety of mental health and mental-related issues. And Carol, you've got one to kick it off today. Yes, I've been reading in the newspaper like almost daily now talking about the way we need to change the way we work in the United States. We work too much. We work too long. We don't have paid holidays. And then I'm thinking, what about caregivers? How would you translate what happens to us in the workforce who apparently are working too much and we need shorter work hours? to what happens with a caregiver is are we talking is there some similarities there this is a great discussion carol you come to the sweet spot with the emotional support response team with how we're trying to hopefully use covid the terrible challenges of covid to shift the way we work and how it really plays with caregiving here's how let's face it we're in america so we really work till we drop right we work so hard. We, we never really give our brains a break. Uh, our employers reward us for working hard, too hard. You know, if we don't show up, you know, we, we feel guilty. All of that. We'll take that to care. That, that's, a, for, that's a codependent environment, period, end of story. Okay, we're externally validated for our internal self. And I think America's workforce over the years, the last several hundred years we've developed, has kind of been quite codependent. We, we really do that which is not dissimilar from caregiving. Caregiving is, again, something we have to deal with our codependency, that we work till we drop, we fall apart. Instead of working hard, 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 which we see burnout, burnout, burnouts coming in the worksite, just like caregiving, we have to work smart, not hard, because at the end of the day, codependency is the key to burnout, both in the worksite and with caregiving. Yeah, but for caregivers, Dr. Jamie, you literally are on duty 24-7. You are, Ron. And that's why the work smart instead of hard means if I'm on 24-7, what do I need to do? What is the action plan, right? My sleep is going to be affected. If I do it, I'm going to try to do everything for my loved one. I'm on 24-7, so I'm going to be the hero. And obviously, like caregivers now who are dying before their loved ones, I'm going to die before my loved one taking care of them. So if we're going to work smart as opposed to hard, then we really have to game plan this properly. So as a caregiver, we have to take your oxygen first, do our mind, body, and social life, and make sure we're concentrating on it like the three-legged stool. And then obviously be able to delegate, delegate properly to our family members, our extended family members, long-distance family members, to our churches, synagogues, our ashrams, and also to a geriatric care manager. So we have to game plan where we don't drop like a codependent work workforce, like Carol's describing, so we can actually thrive, not just survive. And does the, oh, go ahead, Carol. I'm sorry. 
No, I was just going to say, is is this an, an image, though? Caregivers sometimes don't, A, don't understand that they're caregivers, right? They're just taking care of a family member. And B, sometimes, you know, they don't really understand this idea of burnout, of caregiver burnout. Is this a way to describe what they're feeling and what's happening to them that's easier to understand? If we talk about, there's no difference between somebody who goes to work and is paid in a job and is putting in over 40 hours a week and what you're doing, doing 120, I don't know how many hours are in a week, somebody do the math, <laughs> and what you're doing at home. I mean, is this a story that we can share with caregivers to help explain what it is that they're feeling. Well, by George, like usual, Dr. Zerniel, gerontologist of the world, you got it. Here's the gig. You got it. If we can language mental wellness in a different sort of way, and like you're describing, let's call it a workforce. Let's say caregivers can relate to the workforce better than a psychiatric or psychological and the shame and stigma. I think it's the best way to approach it. I think you've really got your finger on something here that, okay, we're overworked. I'm going to say we're underpaid. We're straining ourselves to death at work. We're burning the midnight oil at work. We're falling apart, like in healthcare systems, especially. We're looking at burnout in every aspect. So if we can relate that to the fact that we're in somewhat of a job, yes, an unpaid job. We all know that caregivers provide $400 billion of in-kind care. But let's say it is like the workforce. Would you really want to work till you drop in the workforce for, for a boss? And we're doing that as caregiving, except we might be, as caregivers, our worst boss. We may see our mother, father, brother, sister, somebody we have to die for, as opposed to meet them halfway for. So it's a great way that you're saying, languaging and connected to the workforce. Now, hold that thought. We'll come right back. Let me remind folks who may have just joined us. You're listening to Take 10. I'm Ron Aaron, along with Carol Zernil and Dr. Jamie Heisman. And Carol, what about that? If you're working 24-7, who is the boss? You, the care recipient? Well, I think that's a great question because a lot of times we do this to ourselves. And, and I had a boss one time that used to tell the story, and this is a true story, of the person that she admired in her work life more than anyone. It was a gentleman who had cancer, and he was in the hospital. And literally minutes before he died, he was lying in the hospital approving purchase orders because he worked up until literally his last breath. And I thought, I was horrified. I was horrified that this man so identified with work and had nothing else apparently in his life that he's assigning a purchase order on his deathbed, one more piece of work. But that's what caregivers do, right? They're they're lying there in their last gasp, and they're still trying to get more done. Well, years ago, when I worked for a uh, White House office, Office of Telecommunications Policy, uh, one of the tricks that would go on there uh, was for junior staffers uh, to wait until everybody left and then leave a note on their boss's desk that says, stop by to see you, and they'd put the time, 8 p.m., 9 p.m., in order to show, man, are they working away. Yeah, sorry I missed you. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Gosh, but I you mean, got, you're so right. Yeah, what is that? No, I mean, Carol, I mean, why, why would we do that to ourselves? If I'm my own boss, right. why don't I tell myself, time out? Hmm. Because we are our worst taskmaster. Let's just say it like it is. 
again, as children, we developed adverse childhood experiences. We couldn't make sense of our lives. Often we came out with this inner critic, this judge, this victim, this executioner in our mind. We weren't taking care of ourselves, meaning putting ourselves on mind, body, and spirit, which caregivers need to do, reparenting ourselves for the parenting we didn't get. So we end up with the worst boss, the worst autocrat we could, which is ourselves, untreated. Okay, so that's what the beauty is of trying as caregivers to reparent ourselves, to put a real boss that cares, that's benevolent, that has compassion, has accountability, that hears and bears witness to us and allows us to be human beings instead of human doings. So don't be that terrible autocrat. Go take care of yourself, get some self-care, parent yourself properly, then you'll have the best boss in the world to work for. Well, I think I love that point that you make about standing back and asking if I worked for myself, which is a caregiver, I do, you know, if I'm putting this, what am I doing to myself? What would I do differently if I was my best boss? You know, what would I arrange? And again, using that, because I know men, a lot of our men caregivers are able to treat caregiving like a job. I need to hire this out. I'm, this is something that I don't do well. I need to have somebody else do that. Whereas women, I don't hear them talking about it like a job as much. No, and that's why women, at least in the physicians I work with in burnout and compassion fatigue, I I hate to say it, but the highest incidence of suicide is female obstetricians because it's a multitasking process, like a caregiver, right? You're never really sure when you're going to deliver. You know you're working 24-7, and you're also managing probably a house, doing a phenomenal job running a house. You're multitasking. That's like a caregiver, more unlike the men you describe who literally will delegate. Um, I do believe that just says that women should be leaders and presidents of our country. They're probably much more equipped than men. However, in terms of beating themselves up as a caregiver and doing everything, they might have something to learn from that guy you just described. Well, there we go. So work. We have to be our best, kindest, most compassionate boss. You get the last word. Thank you, Carazonio, Dr. Jamie Heisman. For Take 10, I'm Ron Aaron. Talk with you soon. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.